Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Trying to do my radio voice. This is the Emo Social Club podcast, the podcast about music, news, rad bands, cool artists. Food fights. The creation of art. <laughs> uh, th- throwing your own beef within the, within the band. Yeah, inner band beef. Uh, this episode is with, for lack of a term, uh, pretty cool, pretty cool band. Uh, we are now friends with them. New, Whether or not they're friends boys. with each other is still to be determined. You know what? <laughs> they just keep each other in line, and that's all you can ask for in any type of uh, partnership, band relationship, whatever it is. Sounds like you're trying to sell that. That's what you want to do in our friendship, isn't even it? Though I'm you know, saying if, not... if people listen to this episode and listen to the <laughs> the analysis of it are we already there <laughs> it might be on the uh it might be on the stream side of things so it may be uh, too I, on the yeah. nose really <laughs> it, it's a little too on the nose uh but yeah for lack of a term the new album just came out and they have a album release show coming up they're from new york so if you're in the New York area, which just, you know, statistically, numbers-wise, like some of you might be. Yeah. Might be just statistically, it is the largest city in the country that There's we broadcast math going from. going on there. You can just go there. I've done the math. You can just go. You can they just have good public transit. Them. You can go to most places fairly easily, I'm sure. It turns out that you can go to most places. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, before we get into the episode, uh, if you like this, if you like any of our episodes, drop a review. Let us know. Say Tell some us. nice things. Except uh, I need to talk to whoever was on their Twitter poll and they said, no, please stop. You've not yet reviewed yourself. That is see, a bad critique. And that's see, when I need I'm to talk to somebody. That's the friend that keeps you in line. Is it? You gave him the option and that's the friend keeping you in line. As an anonymous source, that's yeah. weak energy. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's it wasn't trying you? to keep you in line. No, I, was, I don't go on Twitter. <laughs> if you want to be on Twitter, we're at X Emo Social Club X. Drop us a message of support. Drop us uh, what you thought of any of our episodes or just what you think of us. If you're on the Ticket to Talks, the Talk of the Ticks, the Bingy Bongs, the Ticky Tackies, the TikTok, <laughs> we are at X Emo Social Club X over there as well. If you're on Instagram, we are at Emo Social Club. And uh, Facebook exists. It's meta or whatever. Whatever it is. Ugh, That's it. Uh, <laughs> I hope that whenever we like finally start working with somebody who's like, hey, this is how you make like a professional podcast. Maybe don't say fuck Facebook in every single intro you do. <laughs> Brian, we are those people. And um... <laughs> professionalism is changing in this the year 2022 of our Lord. Uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can also join us, of course, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash club to watch a video of this episode. And if you want to get exclusive access to a bit more of our content, Some nice we have content. our members area, emosocialclub.com 
you can find that there as long as our merch store where you can buy merch. some of the last t-shirts we got until we get our hopefully early spring late winter merch that is our goal that is our dream that is the on our agenda to discuss yeah. soon yes this we're doing the the gabagool hand you we're know you know and for the audio podcast listener we're gaba you're your ghoul uh, i don't know if i like that anyway uh if you're in the chicago area too um after christmas on December 26th, we will be doing another DJ event, Disco Space, Disco Christmas in Space. Um, <laughs> Either one. Whichever works. You just legally have to come dressed up as all three or mm -hmm. one of them. So there's no excuse for you just to not be dressed up at this point. But you can come and hang out with us at G-Man Tavern, 21 plus. Got to be of age to get in. And tickets are only $5 in advance in. You get a disco ball party favor. So I just feel like this is a win-win. We will be playing 100 Gex, confirmed. We will be playing 100 Gex at least 100 times. <laughs> anyway, That's crazy. Uh, with all that out of the way, here is our episode with, for lack of a term, welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friends, for lack of a term, hanging out with us all the way in New York. Thanks so much, guys, for yeah. hanging out with us tonight. Oh my God, thank you so much. We're very happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Hell yeah. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? And uh, the question for this episode is, if you could face off with anybody in, the, in that you want to take their face off their face and put it on your face, who would that be with? It's been a little so, bit violent the last couple of times, so yeah. don't worry. So, like, last one was who you would you fight wear? in a fight. Yeah, yeah. You, you're you're swapping faces with somebody. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It is I the weirdest question. Don't worry. Remotely considered ever, uh, yeah. but um, that's fine. Think about. It. So I'm I'm Ryan uh, Dempsey. Uh, I, I'm the vocalist for for lack of a term, uh, and I'm also the rhythm guitar, um, and then. Uh, do I have to answer this face-off question now, or do I? Can I have time to think if about you, this grotesque? Uh, take a second. Uh, take a second. Set of you circumstances. You can popcorn over. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> Great. I want Michael Sarah's face. Start okay. off there. <laughs> Why would you want that? It's adorable. Have you ever seen it? Uh, I'm I'm Chris. I play drums. <laughs> yeah. And I want um, Michael Sarah's so face. Can you elaborate a little bit more on why, why you want to be Michael yeah. Sarah? <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? He's adorable. He's like a little chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. um, I, yeah. I would say Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, oh, just, yeah. Paul Rudd just wants sexiest man alive, and I've mm, always wanted people to think I'm both sexy and a man. So, uh, <laughs> and alive. <laughs> and alive, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like we would assume that you are alive by just standing in like taking somebody's face physically i'm glad so. you assumed that one and not either of the other two things she didn't assume <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, yeah, that's the one. Man. uh but we're just she, glad that you're alive i'm alive and that, that that we're all good we're all on the same page there um uh, face definitely i just imagine that Paul face. ryan he won alive <laughs> <laughs> out of the three options oh <laughs> Uh, well, we have you on, I guess, now kind of specifically because uh, your debut album 
just dropped uh welcome to your new normal uh yeah. and a music video dirty laundry which i watched and really liked really enjoyed it and i was like oh, this is neat this is cool so i'm already a fan of you guys uh but why don't you tell us a little bit about the record tell us about uh how it's been i mean it's only been a couple days as we're recording this but uh yeah if you if you want to tell us like what's what how's it been how's the record been well, it was a tremendous amount of fun uh, to record, for for a fact. Uh, we 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 always have a lot of fun with uh, in our group. Um, so we stood uh, at the studio. Um, no. uh, yeah, it was a, not a recording studio. Um, and the engineer there, John. Oh my God, I still Niclerio. can't. Niclerio. Yeah, very difficult last name <laughs> to pronounce. Uh, he he just created a very welcoming and very positive uh, environment for recording and. And we, he has this cabin that bands, uh, when they're recording up there, since it's kind of, you know, it, it's upstate, but we just kind of crashed there and uh, we just watched movies and we drank and we laughed and we had a good time. And um, it was it was a tremendous amount of fun. We have very fond memories of recording the album. Uh, like you said, the album's only been out for a couple of days. So um, I'm sure we're going to have very fond memories of the album, you know, moving forward. But, but so far, everyone that's listened to it and reposted it and streamed it and shared it, um, we, we've been very uh very fortunate for the feedback and very fortunate for the the time everyone's taken to listen to the album uh it was certainly uh, as much fun as it was it was also a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of um hours spent creatively creating these these um was it 12 or 11 songs 12 yeah, yeah. um but but yeah you know I'm, I'm sure it goes without saying there's there's always some bumps in the road with with recording you know sometimes there's some disagreements, but but ultimately we all have the the best interest of uh, of the collective work at at heart, and uh, we're all tremendously proud of what what we recorded. Um, and not not even just the the songs themselves, but the 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 photography and all the video accompaniment that's that's come with it. Uh, we're, we're all very proud. We're all very excited of uh, about every you know piece of effort and every scrap of effort that went into making this uh, possible. Well, especially with your one. No, it does. Yes, it, <laughs> it covers it covers a good yeah. ground of it. Yeah. And to like <laughs> talk about like the kind of like the way that you guys are really doing production and like videography and everything like that. Your one single always something kind of has like a lot of like film homage to it. So do you want to talk a little bit more about like that? Yeah, well, that's that's something me and Chris had talked about when we were uh, coming up with the so. Me, but the videos, me and Chris are really the creative mind behind most of them. Uh, Arthur and Connor, our other two bandmates, they're kind of like cool. Let me know where to be and when. Uh, and, uh, um, but, but 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 videos and, and, and the song that's the stuff that me and Chris spend a lot of time figuring out and and, and trying to get. Uh, uh, trying to get right so i i was very interested in i i i had never seen like a video with a food fight like with, with a like a band like a music video so and and uh i'm also i'm also a fan of cinema um so, <laughs> <laughs> so the video was just like kind of a I, like when, when we do any video you, you come into it kind of with inspirations and and ideas of i saw the shot in this one tv show that that would, I think would look and, and, and operate really well within the context of this video. And uh, with it being a food fight, uh, I thought it'd be a cool way to pay homage to some, some like, I, I don't know, like cool, like war films that we're, we're fans of and, and, and 
things like that. So there's there's a shot there that we based on um, this movie Platoon, very famous death scene with Willem Dafoe where he he died and he like throws his arms up as uh, he's running through en- enemy fire and um, that that shot was was something I was very adamant about including and then we have some stuff from Inglorious Bastards, some Rambo stuff. We have uh, our friend Mike who's actually in the band that me and Chris are, are playing with uh, next Saturday. Um, he plays in another astronaut. We got him so- somehow. We convinced him to take all of his clothes off and we threw a bunch of flour on him and and oh. we just made him kill p- people with Twinkies and uh, that that was kind of a, a, a you know a, a homage to to Rambo. Um, um, we have some Harry Potter stuff in there. Uh, one of my favorite films is *Inglorious <laughs> Bastards*. So we have some stuff. There's a lot of stuff. It was just a, it was a very exciting video, very difficult video to shoot uh, because when we shot it, it was uh, it was fall, very hot, and just you know people. We, we asked for a tremendous amount of goodwill from people because we're asking you to kind of be covered in food for <laughs> for however many hours. Which he he was very skeptical about that. I'll, I'll say that he was like. <laughs> I was like, no, it'll work. It'll, it'll, it'll be fine. He's like, you're asking people to be covered in, in whipped cream and soda and cheese and eggs for like eight to ten hours. It's like it's a lot to ask people. Uh, yeah, but uh, every everyone that, that, that was in the video was a, was a trooper. Arlene was in the video. Uh, uh, my girlfriend was in the video. Lots of lots of local band friends that, that we have were, were in the video. So, um, yeah, yeah, but, but that, that video was a, a way – uh, for us to kind of pay homage to some, you know, some of our favorite uh, films, definitely. So you kind of like had like a, a big like local scene, like collaboration with everybody, and just threw them in. Because mm-hmm. my thought is like to get a band in the room together, and there's four of you. That's four individual bodies. You have to be like, hey, let's go to practice. And sometimes that is the most <laughs> difficult thing in the world. <laughs> uh, the idea that you could get that many people to just come and like throw food at each other. I mean, maybe that's the sell. Maybe it's like, yo, we're just going to like do a bunch of like movie send ups with food instead of bullets. But uh, I, I'm like, how do you get that many people to like show up and be a part of something? And uh, it's, it's just phenomenal that you were able to do it. Oh well, yeah. We had to promise people free food. I think that was the main sell. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, we're not millionaires, so usually local bands, they'll they'll kind of like, hey, you know, if you can make an appearance in my video, we'll return the favor when you shoot a video, and and, uh, so we're all very collaborative, very supportive of of each other when we undertake these kinds of projects, so uh, I know we've been in a couple videos for some of the other bands that were in our video, and um, so so we're all very supportful, uh, supportive of... um, of each other's yeah supportful is not a word supportive is <laughs> it could be a word. Of, uh, yeah we, we should put it on a t-shirt but uh we are all very uh collaborative it's a it's, the yonkers scene is very uh very welcoming and very um embraceful in that in that way really good it's really nice i don't know if uh if i have enough band friends that could show up i mean i feel video. like here in chicago it's there and because i know that one weekend that we were like in one music video because we were invited to a listening party, and then they're like, "Hey, by the way, we're filming this." We're like, "Okay." Yeah. We're like, and then why the are next we, day, what? yeah, and then the next day they're like, "Hey, can you get here?" And we're like, "We we cannot work this into our schedule. If we knew a day in advance, we could have restructured things." Yeah. But I think it's um, I think it depends scene to scene because people do at least here in Chicago are pretty 
chill with helping out but it is um i feel like just because we're a much busier larger city it's like hey did anyone plan this, did anyone put this <laughs> no on one calendar? plans anything and i mean obviously no one's paying for anything uh so a lot of it is like of the goodwill of the people like if you if you know somebody who has a space that you can film a music video in that's the friend that that you reach out to and then that friend is either like yeah i can be there and i can do it or nah it's not available that weekend and then you're like okay well we got it for this weekend who can come and then 50 people say they can and then two show up and it's like okay i i because I know when we did the food fight video, I had asked lots of people to be in the video because I wanted to be a bloodbath. Uh, uh, <laughs> I've kind of learned just from doing the, these kinds of projects that always assume no one is going to show up and always have a plan for what to do with your video if no one shows up. Uh, because that very well might be the case. I'm sure you guys, being in the music scene, you, you you know how this goes. When you have a show and you're like, hey, we have the show, and everybody's like, yeah, great, we'll be there. And then mm -hmm. the day of, there's like an, I feel like you can make an algorithm. You can, the amount of people that say <laughs> that they're coming to the show, subtract all of them, and then add none. <laughs> and then how many people are going to be actually in attendance. So that's kind of a, when you're asking people to be in videos as well. You, you kind of expect a certain amount of uh, of uh, of absence from from people. That's a, and that's totally fine. That's life. Things come up, but uh, you know, music's it, it's impossible to predict. You always I, I always try to plan for worst case scenario with that kind of stuff. and worst case scenario is it ends up just being the four of us. Um, <laughs> and we'll we'll we'll, we'll try to yeah we'll find a way to make it work. Yeah. Now, who would like have been covered characters. in flour if it was just the four of you then? Like, who would have had the draw, the short straw? <laughs> I'm always down to have weird uh, shit. Like, can I curse? I'm sorry. Weird stuff happened to me. As yeah, you can. You um, it's so funny because in this video, Chris got hit in the head with the pizza, right? And he spent all day upset that he got hit in the head with the pizza. Uh, and that, that moment was so special to me that I, I, I when I edited the video, I, I made it replay twice. Um, but oh I, I just wanted to state it. Uh, my main problem with this video and shooting it was that we would all be covered in food in a hot August day. And Ryan said, don't worry, I'll be covered in the most food. He did not get covered in food until the very end of the shoot. But I, <laughs> I was the one who started the shoot with getting covered in soda and pizza. But I had a face full of whipped cream by the end of it. <laughs> That's not easy to get out. Okay, yeah. you have to take a shower after that. I feel like you would have to take a shower regardless. Yeah, yeah everyone had a shower that day. I'll be honest, the person that got it the worst in that video was my my girlfriend was in the video, and she was the only one pelted. We threw eggs at this girl. Uh, she was covered oh. in eggs. Yeah. Uh, you legally her be covered in, in Yeah, I I, I do, um, but. She she was she was she was awesome. Everybody else got covered. Got well. Her and Nick, we poured a whole Nick from another astronaut. He was in our video. He we poured a whole like I think two liter of soda on him, and I, I don't think he had a change of clothes. <laughs> so uh, a couple people got it worse than others. So we, we're very appreciative of the people who were like, yeah, you can you can just mess me up with the with the, all this uh, this stuff. I think after this video came out, people who know us and you know might come be part of our music video are going to think twice. Definitely <laughs> the most you can yeah. say yeah. is like, I mean, have you ever like grown up? If you guys had siblings, you'd be like, Oh, have you ever been hit with like this inanimate object? And it's like an inanimate <laughs> object or like a piece of food. 
And then you say no, and they're like, and they hit you with it, and you're just like, what the hell? I think that was the equivalent, but you just amplified it. Like, a few weeks ago, I was talking to my brother, and he was making uh, tacos, and he's like, have you ever been hit with a flour tortilla? And I said, what? And then he just smacked me with it. I said, whoa, what's going on here? So I think it's like that, but it got it kind of just got out of proportion. So you can just tell people, listen, it is just me hitting you with this one object, and then just be like, LOL. Now you can tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I was transparent. I was like, you guys are going to get messy. Just a uh, heads up. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to get down on the dance floor, disco ball and all? Well, get ready to blast off with us, the Emo Social Club, and special guests for another IRL DJ event at G-Man Tavern on Sunday, December 26th. Disco Christmas in Space is a night of out-of-this-world merriment that you can freely bust a move to to cure any post-holiday blues. Tickets are $5, and advanced purchases receive a free disco ball party favor. Party starts at 9 p.m., and you must be 21 and over to attend. Presented by Melt Presents. We'll see you as we fly you to the moon. I do feel like most people are going to I feel like our our generation, our age range, or whatever is just like, yeah, fuck it. Like, what's the worst that's gonna happen from being pelted with eggs? You're gonna get a little sticky. You're gonna get a little gross, and you're just gonna don't have open to your wash mouth. it off. Just don't get the salmonella. Just keep poisoning. your mouth and your that's eyes it. closed. Yeah, and you're you're saving yourself a lot of hassle. Now, exactly. I agree with you, uh, Chris, because probably your next video is only gonna be the four of you <laughs> because everyone's gonna be like, I don't want to do that again. Or it's going to be everybody else chasing after you that you yeah. do eggs at. So really, you could just continue it. Maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> just everyone in the video just throwing stuff at us. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I'm. I'm curious about a. Uh, oh, dang it. Uh, I'm curious about like. So a lot of people, I think, have this. This. Bands get sort of sorted into like, oh, you're this kind of band, you're this kind of band, you're this kind of band, and you make videos, and you know, a lot of like metal bands are they're 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 in a warehouse genting. There's colored lights, uh, cool, that's awesome, and everybody does it. But then there's like the more creative bands that are doing like these more interesting, intricate, elaborate ideas, and I just think that's like so much better. But I just think it's so rare. And I don't know if there's like a thing of like, is there, uh, is there something that like people don't accept musicians who also want to do other shit? Like, do we only want to see bands who are performing in a video being a band? Or do we want to see bands that are like creating a video of art to go with the music art? I don't know. I, I, I've been interested in, yeah. Welcome to the internal debate uh, inside this band. So I, I'm uh, I, I have a lot of like film like background. So I want I, I I love those videos that take place in warehouses and they're very exciting. They're very cinematically composed and edited and shot uh, of bands playing in warehouses. But to me, I I feel like music videos should, should we we try to toe the line between incorporating live band performance elements and and also bringing something narratively fresh and something something kind of unique putting a spin on it um so chris chris had the idea for one of the other videos we we dropped uh, jawbreakers where we would incorporate live elements but the, the live elements are kind of weaved into the narrative like there's a reason we're playing in the video that relates to the the, the other 
you know, the narrative part of the video. Um, we did that in our video recalibrate also where we're, we're kind of haunted by this girl in a white mask and we're practicing and while we're practicing, she shows up and, and to me the, the, those narrative elements and those live performance elements were weaved in a way that all, it was part of the, the story to me. And that's, that's kind of the way I've always kind of wanted to approach videos is okay. if we're going to have live stuff, embed it in the narrative have a reason for us to be playing um and we did that in job breakers and recalibrate and uh and i think we have some other video ideas coming up where yeah. um where we're gonna incorporate stuff but i i personally have never wanted to have just a live video of us playing just to have a video of us playing because there are a, th a million of those and um i think the, the best way to get people um intrigued and interested in watching is to, to to add something else put something else on the table besides just the live element uh and the performance element so uh that, that's something we try to to, to balance on I, I think every uh video project that we do um we try to find a, a nice balance between the two i love that i'm just that answered I mean, the question again yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, just nothing, nothing against. Yeah, like you said, like performance videos, because I think it's. I found that it's just like bands need to get their face out there and they need to create something. Uh, not everybody is going to have the same experience in film, but you know, no, not everybody is actors either, as we've seen from a lot of music videos of like all these like emo bands that are just like standing there dead eyed at a camera, and it's like <laughs> fantastic. You go Hawthorne Heights, yes, Lizzie. Wow. Did it again. Uh, the slander <laughs> the slander but it's it's yeah i just think it's really like i think that there is a lot of creativity out there to be done and i think that when you are putting together a music video to showcase what the song is about what the band is about who the band is like i just think it's it's so much easier to get into it that's why i was saying at the beginning is like dirty laundry is like i really like this because i like the narrative i like the story i like the song behind it it's like okay i i understand I understand what I'm listening to. I understand what I'm watching. I can put it all together and it, it, I like it. It makes sense to me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that video is quite stressful to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us why to... or? <laughs> well, I, well, for us, it was an opportunity to kind of continue a narrative thread from another video we had done from our last EP. Uh, that one was called make a decision. So uh, we asked the two actors that were in that video if they wanted to come back. Um, one of them was moving to California, like with a week to spare. So we kind of had to scramble to, to to fit them into the schedule. And uh, j just shooting that video, it was, it was not only did we have to make it look like it was shot backwards, but we also had to make it kind of look like it was shot in one take. So mm -hmm. to to do to do one or the other would be simple enough, but to try to make it look backwards and like it was shot at, at one take, we had to shoot the video as a rehearsal, and I had to edit it first to make sure it would flow properly, and then we reshot the video. Uh, wow. So it was a very it was a very time consuming uh, piece, but uh, I, I'm very happy. It was definitely a learning experience. There was a lot I learned uh, that that we collectively learned doing that video, um, but. Uh, with anything, I'm, I'm I'm incredibly proud of it. I learned a lot from it, and uh, um, I'm glad that we can put our name to it. And it's my favorite song on on the album, personally. I think the song "Dirty Laundry" is a bop, if I do say so myself. Oof. But, I think it bops. Uh, I think it jams. Are the cool bops. kids still saying bop? <laughs> but, they are. Um, we're the coolest kids we know. It's bop or smack. 
Because I've been saying that song Smack. Smack. Yeah. That might be a Chicago thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's not a Chicago <laughs> thing. You're not doing Smack, Brian? You're not over there doing Smack? Nah. Do Listen, do? Brian hey. is 200 hey. years old. Catch He's me over at Patillo's. <laughs> a windy city. I don't have a good. You I have a better that. New York accent don't than a Chicago that. accent, I think. We're gonna have to what do is the Chicago uh, acting because I'm I'm I don't, still unclear see, I don't know. what that is. Apparently, so there's a TikTok trend going around right now where it's like, oh, see if you're from the Midwest, mainly like Chicago area, and it's a Ferris Bueller clip, a Ferris Bueller mm. talking about um his friend Cameron, obviously, and it's like, oh, if you lip sync to this, and like if you can lip sync perfectly, and like it's like if your mouth goes to the side, it it like accentuates an act like a Chicago Midwest accent. Which mm -hmm. I am completely unaware of. Yes. I haven't tried it, but that's basically like what it is. Kind of that more like I don't eh know. sound. Than yeah, like I've spent a lot of time in Chicago, and I haven't heard anything out the ordinary. Where I'm like, whoa! Yeah. I was in Boston once, and it's very clear that there's a yeah. oh yeah dialect there. Uh, yeah, but Chicago, <laughs> uh, not really. I guess you'd I mean, only hear you, it if you heard if you, Chicago. Yeah, and if you only Chicago, like right? exclusively yeah. talk to like Mike Ditka. And probably he'll yeah. so say the bears, and like Ditka. that's it. That is it. <laughs> I uh, I was in New York a couple of years ago, and literally crossed every single crosswalk. I was drunk, so let's let's preface that. Uh, every single crosswalk, I was just like, "Hey, I'm walking over here." Oh, okay, and, can't uh, take you anywhere. No one wanted me in New York anymore. No one talks like that in New York. <laughs> I talked like but, that in New York. Brian? <laughs> That's, that's we can't take them anywhere. Yeah, Chicagoans' idea of what New York sounds like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. There were a lot of curse words. <laughs> there were a lot of curse words while I was there. It's very like like I, I and I think New York and Chicago are similar in this way, where it's it a lot of people you meet probably are not from the city of Chicago the entire time. They're from right. like uh, the suburbs. Like Lizzie and I, you know, we're both. From the suburbs originally i live in chicago now at least so i'm wow. cool like that but you know a lot of people are coming from all over and they're moving to a big city because there's opportunity there's scenes there's there's more uh stuff going on so it's like you're not really meeting anybody who's like that like always from new york city like talking like that or chicago like it's very rare i see somebody who has like that like yeah. like chicago accent. accent like hey deep dish I don't think I've never heard anybody talk like that. I, I think they would be putting on an act. They'd be like, okay, what's the get here? What's the get? <laughs> We're very like, dude, like relax all the time to everybody. I think Chicago's just like, what are you doing? Like, please cut that out. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you just don't act strange, I guess, in Chicago. <laughs> what? I'm the strangest I know. Okay, edgy sad boy. Anyway, let's <laughs> wow. jump into this. Uh, in yes, early 2020, dude. you guys released the limited hot edition hot sauce. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what came to it? I know hot sauce is kind of like a big thing right now for bands oh, as like yeah. a special merch item next to like coffee at this point. Well, that that was the brainchild of Arthur. Uh, he had someone. He knew someone who uh, made hot sauce like custom. And well, like uh, before you, uh, he can tell you about it himself. Uh, oh, 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 he's not here. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the shade. Um, but yeah, he came up with the idea for the hot sauce, and he got 
his person to make it, and yeah. it came out very good. Um, yeah, it was like really cool. Yeah, and then uh, me and him had kind of discussed the possibility of doing coffee now, because like with merch, uh, I think we've been trying to maybe find like ways because you know everybody's got T-shirts and everybody's got yeah. hats, but so we're, I think we're trying to find things that maybe every band doesn't carry, like kind of more unique items um, that might make us stand out a little more. So we actually, for our release show next week, we have we we made custom shot glasses <laughs> that oh we're very God. excited about. That that might be, you know we're probably not the first to ever think of that, but it's definitely not something that every band carries yeah. and uh so, so we're, we're personally well, i'm very excited to take a shot out of those glasses um <laughs> personally um but yeah arthur came up with the hot sauce idea and uh he, he really has a mind for for getting people to like he knows lots of people that do graphic design and and all these kinds of items so um when it comes to that stuff he, he's 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 the guy um he can tell you more about uh, never mind he's not here um <laughs> But I think I think coffee is something that we we, we might look into um, next because we're we're all coffee drinkers and we all love yeah. coffee and we know you know lots of people out there too so we think that could be a a good item in our repertoire. Yeah, I would also say tea is another underutilized one. I, I know um, I the artist Sad Thirteen she did like a limited like tea run, and I'm oh. like, how do you? make i mean like i know how you make tea it's like herbs and spices and shit put together but like that's kfc <laughs> but it's like the same thing with tea it's like who do you contact to make like custom tea because i feel custom coffee is like so easy in a sense yeah. nowadays because everyone's kind of started to like hop on the train finally for it but tea could be where it's at yeah and um i've actually been trying to get us like a custom uh beer collab Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I work at a craft beer bar, and like I've been trying to like reach out to people about you know just putting our name on something, <laughs> something we can like <laughs> chip around and stuff like that. I was gonna ask you. Okay, th this will be the question of whether you would rather answer how spicy your hot sauce was, or sauce. <laughs> uh, then then we're asking the next one. Uh, what are the tasting notes of your craft beer when you make it? <laughs> oh. mm. Do you have uh, like a specific idea? Yeah, yeah. Beer? I want it to be something that like everyone will kind of like. Um, I mean, it's whatever the brewery kind of wants to do. If they tell us, hey, we want to put your name on a stout, cool. Go for it. <laughs> but, um, I feel like the safest thing to do would be like a lager or an ale. Um, Lagers are actually the longest to make. So, really? Yeah, lager can't. Interesting. Probably not a good one. But like something mm. that like uh, can do temperature change as well, because we'll be on tour and mm. stuff. Uh, so True. probably like a pale ale or. How do stouts do with with without the like? They need to be kept cool, right? Do stouts? No, I... stouts could be warm. Yeah. Thick. Thick boys. I just, uh, every time I have a stout, I feel like I I, I ate a hamburger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, we actually have here uh we have some Ooh. more of our hot sauce this is the last of it on the planet um <laughs> Shit. And, and true while it's not the spiciest hot sauce it, it, it's um it tasted really good it's a chipotle pepper sauce and it tasted it was very savorful um Ooh. very sa savorful is not a real word uh, very it, it is now it is now I've, I've it's a portful and savorful uh, 
Yeah. Like you make the match endings of words with the beginning of words. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love is, it. Isn't that how all words were created at some point, right? Honestly. Every word is, some, is the brainchild of somebody who's like, Milk, exactly. what do you. Uh, no, it, it's just the title for the thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who the fuck came up with the word milk? Yeah. Somebody had to grab a prefix and a root word and put it together, and they said, This is the word, and that's it. And that's all we keep doing. That's all. The name of every animal. Somebody had to name those animals. I'm so sorry. You're not illiterate. You're just you're thinking ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, your I mean, mind. You actually have mega mind future. energy. I'm not stupid, man. I'm a pioneer. All right. I'm a I'm pioneer a pi in, 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 in syntax and, and grammar. Oh my god. And language. Like, if you have read Shakespeare, this is a man who made up yes. so many words, and he's seen as like. You know, one of the best writers of all time. We don't even know who he really is or was. Right. So basically, if you're making up words, you yourself are Shakespeare. That's just channeling Shakespeare into your everyday life. And I think that makes you a genius. I think this makes you a literary whoa, genius. Whoa, yeah. whoa. I'm not, I'm not prepared. That uh, uh, I'm not prepared I mean, for that. Uh, that you may be a genius. Thing. You may be a genius before your time, right? Like it may be like in 400 years, somebody goes... No, dude, Ryan, just so many good words. He's got it. Saverful? Oh. These what guys. Was the other one I did? Uh, uh, supportful. Yeah. I don't think you guys he's understand gonna... what you just did to me. When we're recording our next song, he's going to be, <laughs> we're going to be like, Ryan, that, that doesn't make sense. He's going to be like, actually, I'm a lyrical genius. It was I'm a lyrical genius. It was I'm confirmed on this recorded podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was told I was Shakespeare, so it's going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, like, whenever somebody says, ah, you didn't, uh, you know, you, di you made up a word. It's like, yeah, like a genius would. Then everyone's <laughs> going to go, ah, shit. Just remember, Maybe you're right. going to end up, you're going to be better than all these, like, literary bros out there and be like, oh, like, I read, like, Stop. like, yeah. knob cough or something. Other people make up, like, oh. <laughs> My self-esteem is oh. too low for that. <laughs> <laughs> My self-esteem is on the level of using other I mean, people's this, language. This, really, like, <laughs> we've we've all got good heads on our shoulders in this band, but really, I, I gotta give it to Arthur. Arthur's like, he's like the smartest guy in the band. Uh, like, uh, uh, Chris's face right there. He's like, like hmm. no, I'm being serious. He's got near impeccable math skill. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there only has to be one person in a group that knows math, and that's it. And then you're okay. No, Arthur, you can do whatever Arthur's else. That guy for us, definitely. Um, he's the guy. When, when we need numbers figured out, we, we he's the go-to, definitely. I, I'm hopeless with numbers, personally. <laughs> Same. I met with a student with today, and I, he was like, oh, this is such like a good break from my computer science class, because I usually just look at like equations. I said... I don't know how to do math. We'll never have math in here. He's like, good. Keep it that way. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming then, it, since he's your bassist, that he's probably the one coming in to a songwriting session and going like, okay, and here's like the polyrhythm that can go over this part. And you're like, dude, no. Quite the opposite. Do you, do you want to speak <laughs> to that? <laughs> I mean, are you guys... <laughs> figured out this new baseline it goes like this and arthur would be like i gotta do all that seems like a lot <laughs> so what we're hearing is you will never be a math rock band point blank yeah most likely maybe not, not. uh no. too much thinking 
Uh, I, I I love what Arthur comes up with. He he. There's uh, we have another song on our last release, um, on, on our EP Recalibrate, and there's a song on it called Sweat Out This Impulse, and he came up with this absolutely incredible baseline. Um, and uh, I, I I enjoy what he brings to the table. Um, when he brings something to the table. Um, <laughs> But uh, he he's he he's really he, he's a creative guy, definitely. Um, I, I I would say that baseline on "Sweat Up This Impulse" is probably my favorite baseline in in any song. It just complements the guitar in a way. Um, because I, I I've I've never kind of been a fan when you have a bass part that is just a carbon copy of the guitar part. It's just them playing mm-hmm. the guitar part on the bass. Um, I like when bass lines kind of find a way to complement the guitar and, and they, they're they doing two different things, but, you know, in in, in, in a way that, you know, they, they complement each other and, and that bass line he has on that song uh, absolutely does that. So that's, that's uh, I think, what we're aspiring to have in our, our, our bass parts moving forward. And there's definitely a lot of that on this new uh, this new record for sure. Hey, y'all. It's fall. We restocked our merch. We'd love it if you could go to our website, emosocialclub.com slash store to check it out. We still have some tank tops for the summer, but it's obviously uh, chilling out right now. But we put them on discount as a way of saying, you know, tanks for summer. Pause for laughter. So, uh, yeah, go go pick it up because we would love to get some winter and uh, spring merch. But we got to get rid of all the stuff we got before we can get the new stuff in. So be a beautiful thing if you could do that and you would look cool and we would look cool go to our website emosocialclub.com slash store pick yourself up something nice and also on this new record you had some guest vocalists and we were talking a little bit prior to us getting live on here about how uh vocals on your part and also her part were uh a bit of a concern <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so before we were on air, we talked about um, this, this, the video we just released that we were just talking about, Dirty Laundry. Uh, we had a guest vocalist uh, by the name of Lauren West, uh, this absolutely incredible vocalist. She, uh, she plays in this band called American Pinup. And um, we, uh, when we were coming up with the album, we, there were a couple songs that we thought would be really cool to have some guest vocalists on. Uh, so one of them was Jawbreakers with Nick Keyless from Another Astronaut and this one, Dirty Laundry. Um, so we asked Lauren West because we were trying to figure out who would be, you know, the, the you know who complement the, the the song the best as as a female vocalist because Dirty Laundry is a love story. So we thought it'd be very cool to have uh, the perspective of, of of one person on, in the relationship and, and the the perspective of uh, of the other person. So we she was more than willing to do it, um, which greatly excited us uh and it was so funny because when i i had tracked the whole song before she came in just so she could listen to it and hear kind of what she needed to do and and what the sort of the the vocal melody was and the, and the vocal journey whatever um and she got there she was like i'm super excited to do this but like i thought wait a minute i thought i was doing the female part though and i was like what are you talking about she's like it sounds like there's a girl singing the entire song and i was like no well that's that's all me uh <laughs> And she's not the first person to say that I have a very feminine sounding voice. This is a, this is, this is a, a, it's so many people have told me this. I'm starting to wonder, maybe they're onto something here. Uh, But uh, I remember she told the engineer, John, she told him that like, oh, it's actually really helpful that he got like a, like 
a girl to come in to like do my parts so I can hear what it sounds like. And John was like, no, that was Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Hey, man, these are the pipes my mama gave me. So what do you want me to do? I I mean, (laughs) sue me. Uh, This is what I got. You got to sing every song like in New York. Yeah, don't sue me. I don't have any money. Um, But... (laughs) It's it's with my boy. Yeah, on a serious note, it is. It's what I've got. So um, I I don't know how much I can do to sound more masculine, but um, I don't know how important that is. Also, I, I just think as long as there's a, a, a catchy hook and a, a catchy melody and a, a, you know a good voice to accompany it, I don't think it matters what the voice sounds like. So. Um, but it was it was that that moment was definitely hysterical uh, <laughs> and, uh, and a, definitely a little humiliating. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Lauren Lauren killed it though. She did. I remember growing up. Every time I you know play a song for my, my in my mom's car, right? We're driving somewhere, and I'm like, oh, let's listen to uh, Coheed and Cambria. And it's like, is this a girl singing? I'm like, no, it's actually a very tall dude with big hair. And she's like, well, it sounds like a girl. And it's like, well, it's not. And oh then uh, uh, who else? Dance Gavin Dance. Uh, Tillian sounds like, you know, it's, it's these high-pitched voices. And the only thing I'm mad about is why not me too? Because now I'm in my car singing and I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I'm blowing up my voice. I can't sing to this. And I'm just driving. Like, why am I doing this? Uh, no, your so- mom is driving. First of all, at the time, you're hurting her. I'm not screaming with my mom in the car, you know. (laughs) No, mom, man, your own jackhammer, you know. Uh, Just throwing out a couple names that were mentioned in the chat Kellen Quinn and Vic Fuentes. Yeah. So, like, here's the veil was one that everyone I played that for was like, who's this girl singing? Like, why is this a girl? I'm like, it's not, dude. And he's cool. And he's cool. what i'm trying but to I tell don't... people man yeah he's yeah. cool <laughs> yeah i really don't think that it's i think that everything has its place i think that people just I, I think it's a little bit too much expectation that bands are fronted by men like if you're listening to a song and you hear a voice and the pitch of the vocalist is higher why are you concerned whether it's a guy or girl singing like why aren't you just like oh it's it's the song that it is and then if you're like interested in the band, you go, oh, let me let me check out, uh, let me check this out, let me check out who who does this. Like, oh, that guy's got a really high voice. That's really cool. Like he can hit these pitches that I can't hit, that other people yeah. can't hit. Like it's just that's that's the talent, and that's cool, and that's that's just like if a guitarist can like do sweeps and shit, you're like awesome, good for you, man. <laughs> you know, no one ever asks, is that is that guitarist a girl? You know, all right, just saying. Yeah misogyny <laughs> patriarchy oh my god that is a good point that is a very good point brian out here trying to be the most feminist again just really still mad at my mom welcome to the emo social club podcast <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah i i i don't think you should be you know i i think we got to change the change the the thing it's like you know emo is uh high-pitched vocals and guys i don't know i don't know <laughs> wow i was about to say like i know where you're trying going. to think of like how do we change it and i'm like we, we i mean probably not here on this recording but you know one day i hope that people like yeah just i don't know music is just 
everybody goes in with their expectations like i was saying about like oh this band is just gonna be a band playing in a warehouse and it's like there's there's all these expectations that people have of bands in the music scene and especially like if you're on more of a local level versus like a national level and and those kinds of things it's 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 the expectations you go in with or i'm i'm kind of happy a lot of them are falling off people are realizing like there's a lot of other people that need to be represented in music and are getting the the stage now so uh i think that stuff's pretty nice we have a very special guest here uh oh. ladies and gentlemen he, uh, he just charged into my house i love it come on sit down ah, talking a lot of shit <laughs> i i did nothing but compliment him for, that is for an hour and a half all right that is not yeah. true. i said you did at math i said you came a lot a lot. A lot. <laughs> he is the worst at math, guys. He is the worst. But he's the best at like merch ideas and stuff, like I said. Oh, I. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm going to wait till this is over. I got something for you. <laughs> I mean, I think the whole, like, oh, hey, let's talk. Never mind. You, he's not here. Listen. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was a compliment that he showed Danny DeVito in my place, you know? Yeah. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> oh yeah, of course the cardboard cut out of Danny DeVito. Like every household. Yeah. It's I, casual. Honestly, it's just, yeah, it, it is kind of a lot of people do have them. Like you have to have like a card I think that's what the sign of being a true adult is, is having a cardboard cutout of someone in your house that's famous. Like one of my friends has like um mm. I don't know anime, but she has like a Dazai cutout if anybody's an anime nerd, but she just has it in her Dazai. room and I think that she's very adult. I only I only watch like I only watch like '90s anime because I'm like I'm kind of pretentious about it. Oof. Okay. <laughs> I watch anime, uh, but I don't who that is? Arlene, do you know who Dazai is? Never mind. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's in the chat. She could probably yeah, tell she, us. She, if she can... Somebody, somebody has to yeah. know. Somebody here has to be a weeb. It's not me. It's <laughs> usually Brian. I mean. I only watch a lot of like '90s anime too, but that's because it was like the year 2001, 2002, and it's like I'm a child and I'm watching these cartoons <laughs> yeah, that will stay with me for the rest of my life. That's all I do. I just rewatch old shit because new shit lets mm -hmm. me down. Unless it's music. Have you? Have you? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I'm the same <laughs> for both anime and uh, and music. Uh, but have you rewatched Cowboy Bebop at all recently? Yes, actually. I heard they were doing the live action. I was like, I actually haven't seen that in a couple years when so, I rewatched it. It was canceled. No. They literally canceled uh, season one. It, it was breaking. Comicbook.com just So I actually watched Cowboy uh, Bebop for the first time. The like, live one or the No, the, or the original one. I watched it for the first time a few weeks ago. And I, I liked it. It was good. And then I watched the Netflix version like right after. And I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I thought it held up. The Netflix anime adaptations don't have a good track record because I know Death Note people it was like universally yeah, that was, hated. That was really bad. Yeah, uh, it was it was very rough. I can't think of an anime live action adaptation that people like. Very very few, and I think it's because they're taking something that is like created not for a Western audience and then trying to change it to a Western audience. Yeah. And it's like, dude, the, the, the kids that are getting into anime understand it as it is. You don't need to change it so that we understand it better. Like, it, right. I, I don't know. It's like, just keep it what it is. We already had it. Why are you telling me I have it at home? Yeah. Do you like Attack on Titan? 
I like Attack on Titan, but I haven't finished a second uh, season since it came out because I haven't had time. <laughs> I uh, I just I'm actually in the process of rewatching Yu Yu Hakusho right now. Um, Ooh, I remember liking that a lot as a kid. And they're doing a they're doing a live action adaptation of that now. Netflix is. I'm not kidding. Oh boy. Netflix, just relax. It's going to be pretty bad. I don't get how they were going to do a a season two of Cowboy Bebop when the show is only 20-something episodes. Yeah, it's it's one season. It was only 10 episodes. That's awful. Yeah. I wouldn't want to watch it. I thought it was pretty good. Nope, I'll stand by it. Not even in a chance. I will. I'm I'm trying to finish it. I've been really lazy about getting to the last two, through the last two episodes of the, uh, the anime. I want to do a video on it because I'm like, oh, I remember like being a kid and there's like a lot of anime uh, that feels very emo. And I'm like, oh, I want to get into like the emo vibes of the show. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, not really, not really at all. <laughs> like, it's just like there's like some moments where it's like, oh, my girlfriend. But like, that's it. That that, you know, there's that's no the whole like thing, though, Brian, that's, that's the entire it's not not <laughs> made uh, uh understandings of what emo culture is from a media standpoint and now i'm going to do video essays on it you know well, that's, that's the that's the dream i can just critique well, your script before you do it no wow for what it's worth <laughs> the last the last couple episodes of cowboy bebop are probably the ones i would say just stream you watching them because those are there's the most i feel like that those episodes have the most to absorb like yeah. there's a lot to go through there's a lot going on everything kind of comes full circle. So it's nice, you know, it's a nice little bow and you could be like, I'm glad I got to experience this, the end of this with, uh, with you guys and then have it segue into something else. Exactly. I like it. energy here. This is why, uh, we're now going to ask you just a bunch of questions about what we should do for merch and Stop. what we should well, create yeah. for. Almost every time we have been on the podcast, everybody leaves with a new merch or some type of interactive idea. That's also a part of our podcast now, apparently, unofficially. <laughs> um, I also, Ryan Ryan touched on it earlier. He was saying we're looking at coffee, and that might be coming sooner rather than later. I'm just going to leave that Ooh. at that. He was like, well, I would love if we did a coffee. Arthur's probably going to hop on that. And then he started talking shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he started talking shit. <laughs> I see. I, I I may or may not have secured the bag. We're gonna leave that up oh, in the yeah. air, though. But yeah, we, we have another cost coming. Yeah. What? <laughs> and what? Uh, what region is it from? Cause I'm more of an Ethiopian coffee type chick. Okay. You know, honestly, I don't even know the answer to that question. <laughs> I was okay. honestly, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna let you know straight be full transparent have really low expectations because i went in i was like all right so i don't know much about coffee but i like diners i like their coffee so oh. take <laughs> oh, no. um yeah <laughs> diner drive-ins and dives coffee <laughs> and i'm gonna sit i'm gonna come back on this and i'm gonna i'm gonna drink it and i'm gonna go this is flavor town okay. Yeah. This is Flavortown. These are the tasting notes. It is uh, yeah. bacon grease. It is hash browns. And it mm-hmm. is uh, deep fried cinnamon roll. And that's it. And honestly, I'm, that's not I'm that far from McDonald's tasting it. notes of coffee. And it's pretty good sometimes. You can't forget the key ingredient coffees that are um, coffees, cookies that are wrapped in plastic that when you open yes. them, yeah. because they're so old, they crumble. Like the, 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 the yes. old cookie powder. Yeah. That's a key ingredient. It's brought back a memory. Look. I thought that was like deep yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, no, I want the shit out of that. Like the description <laughs> of it, maybe not the best, but like, no, I want the shit out of that right now. So like, during where's my doing bag a, cookies? Doing a band beans video is just gonna be instead of saying, Hey, here's a French press, here's a V sixty four. No. Straight into the fucking coffee pot, yeah. old school style. We don't know how to measure anymore. Yeah. Just dump it in and hope uh, for the best. Yep. I Love told it. them too. I was like, do not I want you to I want you to just run this through the uh Run this through your coffee filter a few times and your uh, your your Keurig, whatever, your K-cup. And I don't want you to wash it. I literally just want you to put the grinds in there, let them sit for a couple days, put it back. I want to taste oh the, God. like, nasty leftover flavor as well. I want the yeah. full diner experience. You realize we got to sell this coffee, right? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's how you get that taste. That's just, just instructions. Just do a photo shoot in a diner. Just go in at, like, 3 in the morning. That's when you're going to have it. And you're going to be like, I need to borrow one of your little dingy mugs and put my shitty coffee in here to promote for my great band, and that's it. That's and then, by because... the way, can I have some pancakes? Thank you. <laughs> Chris, Chris loves photo shoots. That's his favorite thing to do. Ryan Cute. always wants to, you know, spend an arm and a leg on a photographer, but we won't, we won't <laughs> budge. Um, we we work with the right people, you know. I just want to say you can really feel the tension from sitting in between them. Someone's about to get beaten up as soon as this goes off air. No, the <laughs> second we're off, this is the last you're seeing of us. Oh, that's crazy! <laughs> and uh, and, and Arlene is gonna be locked in the room. She won't see or hear anything either. Uh, yeah. so, it's, it's all good. I put a. I, I actually broke your uh, your G Kundo sticks. I broke them and put them in the garbage too. So you have like no defense either. So if it happens, just know that I have these hands. That's all I need. I have these two hands. So is the face that you are stealing then going to be Ryan's or Chris, or is it going to be Danny DeVito's? Well, I well full transparency. I, I mean, um, I'm just going for Ryan. I feel like, and Chris has my back. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. <laughs> and even if he, even if Chris didn't help me, I've I've known him longer. I don't think he'd he'd work against me. I feel like at most he'd be like, I'm not in this. So as long as I, like, <laughs> okay, the house, that's it's okay. We're gonna go outside with your dog Basil. Oh. <laughs> The, the only witness. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make a very seamless transition wow. to uh, another question, and then we're going to do plugs and stuff. So look at how seamless I'm being. Uh, this coffee, do you think it'll be available at your uh, album release show on December 17th at the garage? <laughs> I do seamless. not. Seamless. I do not. <laughs> seamless. Um, this, is, this, would, this wouldn't be executed in time, but... Uh... It will it will be at a future date, and I will leave it at that. Obviously, if it won't be ready by then, it'll be ready at a future date. That that was kind of <laughs> you mean uh, the future date of December eighteenth when you're helping out your homies. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be ready yesterday. So of course it's gonna be ready. At a future date. <laughs> December eighteenth. You're not about to come at me on live right now, dude. You know what I mean. And you just want to be a little bully. Yeah, a little bully. <laughs> what we do we 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 bully each other and then we beat each other up off camera see uh, brian <laughs> it's normal it's fine yeah you're like you're like five ten of just bitchy <laughs> arthur's six four of stupidity so <laughs> i wish that was either height of anything yeah <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to give a plug for your uh, December 17th show at the Garage for the album release? 
That was my that was my transition and, and wow. hopeful. I think there. that was better. Oh, that that was seamless. <laughs> not, not the beginning part, but that was seamless. Right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just like, but let's talk about this thing instead. Like, mm. I did well, my you best. Go, you plug it, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah. You take it. You take the forefront. Yeah, we got a show coming up December 17th with our friends in Jukebox Romantics. They're releasing an EP. Yeah, they're releasing stuff too. It's gonna be like a double release party thing. They're super cool, awesome that guys. Um, we have Nuclear Heartbreak on it too. Nuclear Heartbreak, and then I think the band's called Hearts Open. Don't quote me on that. I'm really sorry, but they're <laughs> they're uh, really good friends of Jukebox Romantics. We actually have not met them yet, um, but they are super dope. Hearts Open. They, yeah, it is Hearts Open. Yeah, um, they're they're just helping us ring it in. They're locals to the area, um, and yeah, we're we're they. Uh, like renovated the whole venue too so there's like if you're in the area there's like an arcade and shit and yeah. like Ooh. Again, yeah there's like mm-hmm. multiple floors now and yeah. Yeah. yeah we're really happy to be doing it at the place uh it's called well i think they changed Luf- the name it's garage lucy's, at lucy's right? no yeah. it's well the the venue part is apparently just called the garage at lucy's but it's still called lucy's yeah. from what i understand lucy's was this really cool mm-hmm. bar we played at a while ago but they closed because of covid yeah and they're like just reopening now and like we're excited to be going back there. Yeah, we, we actually have a fantastic memory of Lucy's. Where uh, we they, they do a music festival every year up in Pleasantville called the Pleasantville Music Fest, and uh, we were no doing. No way. A, yeah, yeah, man. Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, they uh, <laughs> they do uh, they do they they would do like the the competition at Lucy's, and uh, there were a lot of really really good bands there. And um, we we played and we were just like you know let's just be us and and, and have fun and whatever and uh, we won uh, th- that that felt pretty cool so we we have pretty fond memories uh, memories of, of Lucy's definitely um, so we're excited to, to it, it almost kind of feels full circle to do it there um, the the album release. Yeah. Um, because that's the first place where we thought oh uh, we're not terrible at this. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's awesome. Those were fake laughs. Um, yeah. <laughs> is this your your first show uh, since COVID? COVID, like post COVID, is this the first time you played? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, we've we've done a few since then. Uh, <clears throat> I think we've done one a month since like July. Yeah, and then, and then we went on okay. a run at, like two months ago. Yeah, we did like a small um, string of dates. Um, we did we did like two shows. Um, we did. One at one in like Croton, one in Yonkers, and then I think we did that string of dates, and then we did one October show and one November show. Am I remembering right? Yeah. yeah. So I think we we've yeah we've, yeah, but we've definitely played uh, um, maybe not as consistently as we used to, but but we're trying uh, to get back to it. Yeah, exactly. Do you have tour plans? Oh yeah, yeah. Tour plans. Yes, I said that do. so ominously. Yeah, I was like, about to say, like, why would you say it like <laughs> that? Will you be touring soon? Oh, no, Brian. <laughs> that gave me goosebumps vibes. Yeah. <laughs> that was my I mean, it's, it's a positive thing said in a dramatic um, way, yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think after I think after February, I think. Yeah, early we, next we're year. We're talking about March yeah. uh, or, or, uh, or something around that time, but but definitely. We're definitely uh, getting back out there just uh, because, you know, with I, obviously when you put out new music, you want to support it and you want to do all you can to make sure it circulates and gets it, gets it, get its fair due, um, if you will. And so we've got, we've definitely got a, a lengthier couple of dates um, to just push everything we have coming just because, you know, 
we just put this out, so obviously there is more to come. So yeah. dates will dates are definitely included. Yeah, it's just, it just a really important. Lauren's leaving. <laughs> it was just a very important. It was very. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a very important record. That's where's the buffalo sauce. Oh, yeah. What? I don't like buffalo sauce. I'm sorry. That's a hot take. <laughs> Do another one. <laughs> Hey Club, our new episode of Spicy Takes with our besties Action Adventure is out now on our YouTube channel. We're excited to say that for this series, Chicago-based Suit Sayer Hot Sauce is our sponsor. In this episode, we feature Action Adventure's Poser Poison Hot Sauce, which includes hints of Mexican chocolate and scorpion pepper. It's sold out online, but snag a ticket to see them IRL to get a bottle of your own purple sauce. You can also obsessively refresh SuitsayerHotSauce.com until it comes back in stock on their site. While you're there, scoop up some other spicy sauces. Our next guests will include friends like Rematch, OK Cool, and more to be announced. So make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube too at YouTube.com slash EmoSocialClub. Thanks again to our friends at Suitsayer Hot Sauce. Dates coming soon. So I want to give you a chance to throw out some plugs and where everybody can find you, the band, or you individually as well. As well. Uh, and then we will take some questions from our friends hanging over in the chat on Twitch. Uh, so yeah, why don't, why don't you tell us where can everybody go and uh, stream the record one million times by the <laughs> by album Monday. release show? On the 17th, you're gonna give them an extended Spotify. period? I'm giving extended time for this, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Spotify, Apple Music, um... Do we have it anywhere else? Is it on Bandcamp? We have it on I think YouTube. I think it's pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Wherever DistroKid sends it, it's there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it should be on, uh, you said Apple Music. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Spotify, definitely. Um, it might be on Bandcamp. But if you have Bandcamp, I'm going to assume you have Spotify too. So just do it there. Well, the money, so, if they buy it on Bandcamp, does that go to you? It does. It does. So did, so never mind. Okay. Uh, actually, <laughs> yeah. you could listen to Bandcamp. <laughs> um, Go to Bandcamp. <laughs> and then we're on. We're on pretty much every platform, I yeah. think, except yeah. Twitch until now. Um, yeah, you, here you are. Here you are for all the people. <laughs> um, yeah, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook yeah, yeah, all of that. Facebook. I, I feel like Instagram's like my primary. Go-to. Uh, yeah, I think I think Instagram and Twitter. Um, I, I don't feel like people really use Facebook anymore because there's no. all these algorithm, algorithm concerns and uh, yeah. it just seems yeah. like we reach more people on Instagram or Twitter. Um, but we are on everything, but it seems, I, I think we, we're, we're probably a little more prominent and, and uh, uh, with our posting on, on I, I would say Instagram is probably our... Um, I post on that story pretty much like yeah, pretty much day. daily. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, that's good. Yeah, we're, we're, on, we're on every platform pretty much, so... If, for lack of a term, something will come up and it'll be, it'll be one of us or the band page. So, yeah. Just go there and just bully somebody mm-hmm. ominously and then see who comes back with it. That's it. Yeah. And then you'll know. <laughs> just like figure out who's paying attention, who's talking shit. And then you get to like, have made a connection. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Uh, this was wonderful. Uh, everybody who is listening to this later, not everybody here in the chat, we're staying with you. You're stuck with us. Uh, mm-hmm. everybody who is listening, uh, go check out for lack of a term. I'm like, I just saw Dugan come in and I'm like, hi Dugan. Like, but also we're not ending. We're, we're still going to chat, uh, a little oh, bit. Oh wait, Arlene just said, 
um, Arthur is like me. He's the only one who does the TikToks. Yeah. This. Yep. Uh... Oh, yeah, look. No. TikTok, literally me doing TikTok trends and promoting, it, and it's like videos of us on tour or in the studio. That's literally all it is. If that sounds remotely, if you like old school tour vlogs, um, don't go in thinking you'll get that because you won't. <laughs> but, um, it's really DIY and really, really fun. Um, and it's something I enjoy doing um, because I don't know if they've told you, I'm something of an actor myself. Uh, <laughs> I'm something I, of a scientist I, myself. <laughs> I uh, like to go on there. Was that a Spider-Man reference? It sure fucking was. Is it, yeah, <laughs> just quoted Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Are you hyped <laughs> for Spider-Man? We're very hyped for Spider-Man. Okay, I'm so fucking hyped for Spider-Man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a row of tickets. I'm. I kid you not. We literally have uh, seats for like. We have like seats like six to nineteen. Yeah, we have like the day. whole row. Oh, the, the first screening. The first possible so, screening of Spider-Man. We have tickets. Holy so you're shit. the ones that people are gonna jump now for these tickets. Oh, I want. Well, I. I will die for this movie. No one's touching me. No one's touching me. I, well, they're Spider-Man fans. We're not that scared. I, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I, yeah, no. I'll go toe-to-toe with a toddler before I lose my seat. I want you to know that. <laughs> I don't care what it is. It's not a threat. That's a promise. It's hitting sometimes. It's listen, babies need to be taught a lesson sometimes. Early you on. You only learn. Up later. There's only one way to learn. This has been the longest outro I've ever done. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us. For lack of a term, go watch the videos. Go stream it. One million streams by December 17th when their album release show is coming. Yeah. Uh, go check them out on all of their channels to know what's coming up. Uh, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for letting me come in halfway and threaten Ryan. Don't get yeah. to do that on camera. Uh, I wasn't threatened. You were threatened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You were promised. You might, might have shot a threat, but uh, it's, on, it's on me to determine whether I'm threatened or not. You, know? you were. Let me decide. That's true. That is kind of true. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to do a poll. We'll have to do a Twitch poll. Was, was Ryan threatened or not? Hey, man, y'all, that's for me to decide. Thank you again for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, if you liked it, let us know review us drop us a like drop us a follow smash Send a tweet. A subscribe tweet it tweet this episode stitch tweet us it. on tiktok tag us stitch this episode with us on TikTok. can you do that i don't I still don't know i'm 100 years old uh and go watch the video version on youtube if you would like to see all of the faces of everybody in this episode you won't see we, uh connor's though well you won't see connor's yeah you won't if you if you miss the stream afterwards, that's on you. So you would know. Yeah. So boo boo the fool on you. We'll see you next Monday with another episode of the Emo Social Club. I'm Brian and I'm Lizzie. Bye. Hmm. Bye. Sir. We are at ex emo social club x on you there. Loved it there. Drop us a line. <laughs> Go go if chill you... with us too on TikTok. At <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm, no, I'm gonna do it again now. You fucking you no, fucking called me out. In. No, no, you called me out. Keeps you humble. Keeps you humble. I started humble. The Did fuck? you? I thought that was Kendrick Lamar. No, he's telling somebody else to be humble. I'm taking it again. <laughs>